Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Light Beamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Hello, 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 friends, and welcome to the Inside Story Podcast. I'm your host, April Adams Pertwee, and I'm so happy you are here today. If you are here today listening to my voice, then today you have a special invitation to use this podcast as a training tool for you, as a guide for you to walk yourself through a planning and visioning exercise that I'm going to lead you through today on the show. So. This is something that I love to do at the end of every year, but honestly, this is a process. This is a system. This is a, you know, a a, a series of exercises that you can take yourself through at any point throughout the year. It doesn't have to be at the end of the year or the beginning of a new year, like it is now when I'm recording this episode. So really, no matter when you happen upon this episode and you listen to it, or you come back later and you re-listen to it months from now, this will be an invitation for you to, to use these exercises whenever and however you need them inside your life and your business. A majority of what I'm going to share with you today are um, exercises that will help you recalibrate and will help you uh, adjust your vision for what's ahead and help you really drill down to action steps that you need to take right now that will help you get into momentum that helps you build that vision that you're creating for yourself. So as I said, this is something that I love to do at the end of the year, beginning of a new year, because it just seems like the perfect time to do these type of reflective exercises as well as visioning forward exercises. And it really helps me at least always kind of get back to my North star and recalibrate for what I want to create in the coming year. But again, you can use this quarterly. You can use it as a midpoint in midpoint uh, of the year review, however you need it. Um, But the goal of what I want to share with you today is just to take you through the exercises so that you have them. This may be a podcast you want to save and earmark and come back to, and just remember that you have it. So before we totally dive in, I do suggest, I highly suggest you at the very least, um, grab a notebook and a, a pen, paper, and prepare to take some really good notes. Now, I will also say that I have much of what I'm going to share with you built into a PDF workbook, and I'm happy to share that with you if you would like that PDF. I can share that with you if you just hit me up 
on social media. I'm at Lightbeamers, both on Instagram and Facebook. I'm pretty easy to find. And of course, if you're inside our Lightbeamers community on Facebook, our private Facebook group, then you know exactly where to find me. So if you would like the PDF version of this workbook, I will be happy to send it to you, but you got to hit me up for it. Okay. And I can send that over and then you can actually have the workbook itself to work through these exercises and see how I've laid it out for you. This is actually a training um, exercise that I led um, a couple of weeks ago with all of the members inside our visibility accelerator. This is a really my my go-to place for training. Um, it's where I jump all of my training, all of my teaching, uh, and it's a membership community that you are always welcome to, to join at any given time. And that is a place where I'm doing trainings like this all the time, um, more specifically, usually around visibility and storytelling. But again, sometimes trainings like this sneak in because I love to share tools that I'm using that help me move my life and business forward too. So there's a little bit about that and where more of this type of stuff comes from. If you would like to learn more, um, you can also let me know if you would like to uh, hit me up for the visibility accelerator, or we will leave a link for it as well for you in the show notes. All right, so let's get into it. Let's get into this visioning and planning um, exercise or workshop, if you will. We're just going to call it a short little workshop but I want to take you through step-by-step step some of the things that I go through every year when I go through this process. And the very first thing that I like to start with, especially if, especially if I'm doing this um, at the end of the year, is I love to first start with a year in review exercise. And in this exercise, I literally just go back through my calendar and I look at all the things that I have done or accomplished or or experienced over the past calendar year. And I write it all down. I just take a note of the highlights and especially the positive highlights. I think it's really important that you start, you start this, this exercise as a whole with something to celebrate. And if you're anything like me, I tend to just go, go, go so often that I have really learned over the years that I have to build in time for me to reflect and celebrate. I actually do this weekly on Fridays. Many of you know, I love to take Fridays as a day to celebrate and look back over my week and celebrate any wins that I had. And so I do this too, at the end of the year, I do the culmination of that by looking back over my year and review it. Looking, I use my calendar as like a memory jogger of everything that I you know, I accomplished or I got to do or that I experienced or any special, um, special trips that I took or anything like that, that are really a big deal or were a big deal. And um, I like to celebrate them. So I would invite you to start off by doing a simple year in review exercise and celebrate all of the good things that were pretty amazing. Now, if you stay tuned until the very end of this episode, I'm actually going to share with you some of the highlights from my year in review so that you get a little taste of mine and maybe that will inspire you a little bit as you work on yours. But after you go through your year in review, the next thing that I advise is more reflection around what worked and what didn't work. When you look back over the, the past year, the past 12 months, or even the past three months, if you're doing this exercise quarterly, 
it's a good it's a good thing to ask yourself what's working and what hasn't been working what worked and what did not work and i think those are really really powerful questions for you to spend some time reflecting on Every time I sit down and do this exercise, I'm always amazed at what I realized worked. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that worked pretty well. Um, yeah, again, more, more to celebrate in that arena. And oftentimes what I also find is that usually what didn't work, my list sometimes is longer than what did work. And I think that that's important to note because don't beat yourself up if you've got a whole bunch of stuff in the one category of what did not work or what isn't working because all of that is is just information all of that is is data it's not failure it's not you know you're you're crashing and burning it's not any of that it just means these are opportunities for you to either shift or redirect or um, delegate or things that just need to get off your list or off your radar altogether. Sometimes if you do this, again, if you do this year after year, if you keep writing down the same things year after year, that the things that are not working, that's going to be a big opportunity for you to take a look, look at that after a while, right? Because the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same things over and over again and expecting different results. So that will also be eye-opening if you actually put this exercise to work for you year after year. Um, and again, of course, if you do it quarterly, you'll be probably much faster to realize that some of that might be taking place inside your business. But it is okay if your what didn't work category is a little bit longer than what your did what worked category, because it just means that's information for you to be able to adapt or change things or just leave things oh leave things off of your off of your radar altogether. Um, I love that exercise. I think that it is really important to do before you really get into the visioning and planning exercise. Taking time to reflect back first is a very important step and don't overlook it. Okay. Now, this next exercise is one that I really do come to probably three, four, five times a year. Um, I do not, I use this one often and it's a, it's a wheel of life and I'm going to describe it to you since you're only listening to me. But again, if you want to hit me up for that workbook, I have all of these visually represented in the workbook. Um, and the wheel of life is really a place for you to start to identify, um, what it is you want, what are the things that are important to you? What are the things that you desire? And then you're going to start to take notice of which areas that you are thriving in and which areas need recalibration. So I want you to imagine, actually, if you take out your notebook, your paper, your pen, and you just draw a circle on your paper, you're going to divide that circle up into pie shapes. So like you're a wheel on a wagon or different, um, if it's a pie, you're cutting it into pie shapes. You're just cutting that circle up and then you're going to dissect it. And each one of those pie shapes becomes a different category in your life. Now you get to name these however you want. You get to choose to focus and look at whichever categories in your life or business are super important to you and things that you want to work on and things that match up with your values and all of that. So I'm just going to name off a few examples so that it gets your mind kind of thinking about how you can dissect your own wheel of life. So sample wheel of life categories are things like 
um, your career or your, your, your business. It might be money and finances. Another category might be your health and fitness or nutrition, anything with your physical body. Another category might be your environment, your home life, your just the things that you're surrounding yourself with every day. It might be self-development and personal development. It might be around your faith or spirituality. It might be around your community involvement and your, um, your charitable giving. It might be a part of about your family life you know, interactions with your kids, your family, your spouse, your extended family. It might be around travel and fun or recreation. I think these are all just kind of a good place to start for you to assess. When I, uh, when I did my wheel of life, I'll just name some of my categories that I worked on when I did mine this year. And my categories were nutrition, because that's something that I've really been working on is my daily nutrition and focusing on good quality meals. I've changed my nutrition a lot this year. And so that is a big focus of mine. Another one is spiritual connection. This is me being connected um, to my faith and to my community of, of faith goers, faith believers, if you will. Um, it's my prayer time. It's my, it's my uh, Bible study time. It's my time that I'm spending in, um, in the confessional community with others. That's very important to me. Another category was family and fun. So travel, adventure, family time, fun, things that make me laugh and smile. Another category was my financial, uh, my financial life. And so this is around money and investing and saving and just how I'm being a good steward of my money. Another category is my business, how I'm working to grow my business and what I'm doing to invest in my business to help it grow. And another one is around my physical fitness. So I had nutrition in one category, but I separated it uh, out physical fitness into another category, because this is more about my, how I'm moving my body, how I have focus with my workouts and discipline and things of that nature. Another category was networking. Networking is something that I've really put on the forefront of my, of my, of my oven, if you will, the four burner of my oven recently is really getting out in my community and networking more with people in person, as well as people online. And then the final category was one that I titled space for April. Spaciousness has become a big um, area that I need to improve. It's uh, when I go back to the earlier exercise around what's not working for me, uh, what's not working for me is that I don't have enough space. I don't have enough uh, spaciousness built in to my life and business. And things get really, really crowded. They get very, very busy. They get over planned. Um, and I don't have enough time often to create time for me. And so space for April, um, when I do my will of life is, is extremely important. Now that's the first step to creating the will of life is just dissecting your circles and your pie shapes. The next thing you want to do is you want to rate yourself, you know, and I like to take a highlighter and actually color in my pie shapes. So if I'm doing really well in a certain category, if I'm pretty healthy in this regards, then I will color my pie shape in 
almost like 80, 90, maybe even a hundred percent. If I'm feeling like I'm rocking it, if I feel like I am depleted in this area, then I will show that visually by coloring in only the percentage of the pie that I feel like I am truly giving this area of focus um, in my life. So for example, because I've really recognized that this space for April um, is a big need that I have going forward, I really understand that I'm not thriving in this arena. And when I colored in my pie chart, my little wheel spoke was pretty um, small. It was colored in only a little bit. My pie shape's pretty open and empty for the rest of it. Um, so that just gives you a visual of how you might be able to color that in to rate yourself. But however you choose to rate yourself is really not the most important thing. The important thing is that you just rate yourself. You give yourself some time to look and evaluate where you are. Are you a one? barely throughout, you know, barely working it at all, or are you a 10 and you're totally crushing it? So you want to go through your will of life and rate yourself in each one of those categories. Now, the next part is you really want to start to then get into the vision. You kind of done a few exercises now that have helped you understand maybe where some of the wheel, the spokes of the wheel are broken and where some of the things that are not working and you want to also take those into the vision of what you want to create for the future. So you really want to spend some time asking yourself, you know, what is my big vision, especially if you're doing this on an annual basis? What is my vision for this next year? What is it I want to create? What is it I want to have? And a great way to start this is to just evaluate where, where, is, where are you currently? What is your current state? And then what is your desired state for the next three, six months to a year? So what is your current state? And then what is the desired state? So getting into the vision of what you currently have or what you are, how you're currently operating or what the current status is, and then what is the vision that's going to expand beyond that? So you need to know where you are today so that you can start to build a vision that's bigger than where you are today. You want to push yourself for expansion. That is the goal here. We want to move the needle forward. We want to build forward momentum. We don't want to go backwards and we don't want to stay stuck. We don't want to stay stagnant. We don't want to just stay in place. You always want to be getting yourself into the vision beyond where you are currently. So it's very important to assess where are you now and then what is the desired future state in the next three months, six months to one year? Okay. And you can even build them out and write down what is the desired future state in three months, in six months, and in a year so that you can baby step your way to the bigger vision. But visioning is one of those that sometimes can be hard for people. Um, and so I want to give you a little bit of a mind map tool. I want you to just take out a blank sheet of paper and I want you to draw a bunch of circles on it. It doesn't really matter where they are. Again, we have this kind of built out in the workbook, but visually speaking, this is how you're going to do it. You're just going to take out a blank sheet of paper and, and, and put a bunch of circles on it. It's big enough for you to be able to write inside those circles. Then I just want you to just free up your imagination for a moment and just brainstorm all the things that would be really juicy and lovely for you to have or experience over the next year, or even over the next three months of thinking a year is too far out for you. 
just knowing kind of where you are right now, what are some things that would just be like really, you know, nice to experience? And I want you, it's okay for thinking small at first, right? And you may do this exercise a couple of different times because if you feel like, man, I, this isn't very exciting or I'm not able to think much, you might go back and do it again and take down what you wrote in the circles and then try to get, draw a, a, a bigger circle around it, okay? So if you feel like you're not pushing yourself hard, you know, far enough or you're not being able to expand into a vision that's very big, start small and then go back and draw a larger circle around the first circle and then push yourself to step out into the next arena from that original thought. It's a great way for you to loosen up the cobwebs. It's a great way to just, you know, give yourself credit for even the small thoughts that can lead to the larger thoughts down the road and eventually helps you identify some of the bigger goals that you really do have and just give yourself permission to speak them out loud by writing them down on this mind mapping tool and helps you kind of come up with what that big goal is. What is that big vision that you want to create for yourself? What is the thing that you want to have over the next year? What are the experiences you want to have in your life and in your business? And then the next tool is we got to get into the feelings because thoughts are much more likely to become reality when we attach a particular feeling to it. So we're really into drawing circles on your paper. So you're going to take out a whole nother sheet of paper and you're going to draw another giant circle on your sheet of paper. And inside that circle, I want you to write these words. I want to feel. Just, I want to feel. And inside the circle, in the boundaries of the circle that you drew, I want you to write down all the emotions and the feeling words that you can come up with that describe how you want to feel in the coming months to the next year. All right. So I'm going to share some of mine to get your juices flowing, how I want to feel. I want to feel abundant. I want to feel in flow. I want it to, I want to feel easy. I want to feel calm. I want to feel happiness, joy, fulfillment. I want to feel laughter and smiles, warmth and sunshine. I want to feel light and effervescent and easy. I think I wrote easy down twice. I want to feel spaciousness. I want to feel space around me. I want to feel energized. I want to feel healthy. I want to feel, feel fit, youthful, and alive. Those are just a few of the words that I wrote down on the inside of my circle. And this is so important because we're actually going to do a real physical exercise with this is on the outside of that, the boundary of that circle out in the space beyond the circle. I want you to then write down the feelings that you want to leave behind that are just no longer serving you. They may be part of your current state, your current reality. They are probably also leading to some of the things that did not work in your reflective exercise. So again, write down all the feelings that you want to leave behind, the feelings that are no longer serving you, and they go on the outside of the circle beyond the boundary line in the space outside of the I want to feel circle. So some of mine were I no longer want to feel maxed out or overwhelmed or stressed or sedentary. 
tied down, frazzled, distracted, busy. The, I don't want to feel the hustle of life. Those were things that I wrote down for mine. So what are the th feelings that you do not want to feel any longer? Maybe it's depression. Maybe it's sadness. Maybe it's um, unworthiness. Maybe it's, um, um, maybe it's more of some of the words that I wrote down. I don't know. Like you get to be, you get to just name it, whatever it is. Like this is your permission slip to just write it down because you're going to leave it behind anyway. And then the third part of this exercise, a really powerful part of this is to take some scissors and cut out your circle. And you're literally going to physically leave all of those things that were on the outside of your circle. They're going to be in the clippings that you're going to put in the trash. You're going to take that. I want to feel circle and you're going to put it up in your office. And it's going to be a reminder for you to look at it every day. And then you're going to have these words that you wrote about how you want to feel. And every day, spend some time just meditating for a few minutes, looking at that circle and reminding yourself, what, how, how do you want to feel today? What do you want to create today that's going to allow you to feel these feelings? And the more you get attached to the emotions of these feeling words, you're going to bring your vision into reality so much faster because the things that we're creating in life, they are the feelings that we want to feel, right? They are creating positive responses for us. And so having this focus wheel in front of you and your, your feelings wheel in front of you on a regular basis will really, really help. All right. Then the next step is now you kind of start to identify where it is you want to go and you've started to identify how it is you want to feel, then it is important to identify any fear that might be creeping up right about now that's starting to, you know, have that little nasty conversation in the back of your head and into your ear that's saying things to you that says, you can't do that. Or that's going to be too hard. Or you're not smart enough to figure that out. Or you, you can't, you can't have that because nobody wants it or whatever it is. Like, I mean, just fear just has all kinds of ways of showing up. And so get quiet for a mi minute and listen to the fear. What is the fear saying to you? Write those fears down because those fears are really the only thing holding you back. Maybe you're worried about what other people would think. Maybe you um, don't feel equipped. Maybe you don't feel educated enough. Maybe you feel like you don't have enough money. Maybe you feel like you um, don't have enough resources or support. Um, maybe you think whatever you're building, nobody will come for it. You know, like they won't show up or they won't purchase something in your business that you're offering. Uh, whatever it is, pay attention to the fear. Fear leaves clues, you guys, and fear is just talking to you and leaving you a big fat clue. Just like we talked about at the beginning when we looked at things that do not work or have not been working, it's just clues. It's just data. That's all it is. And fear, by writing these fears out and just acknowledging that they're there, it's just data. Now you know what some of the fears are that are holding you back. And now you get the opportunity to shift those fears.
That's going to be the next step is then to ask yourself, well, then who do I need to become in order to step over those fears and do it anyway? Who do I need to become to step over that fear and do it anyway? Who do I need to become in order to achieve my goals? Who do I need to become in order to fulfill my vision? And in that section, I want you to just write down who you need to become. Who is the woman that needs to show up for her goals, for her dreams, for her vision? And how does she step over fear to, to get on that path? And so write down some I am statements, write down a description of who she is, write down um, all the positive things that you can come up with that is about who you are deep down, but it's just who you need to tap into more fully in order to achieve your goals. So uncover what's holding you back by identifying the fear and then step through that fear by identifying who do you need to become in order to achieve your goals. All right. Now we're closing out to the end here. Now you want to create your non-negotiables. What are the non-negotiables that you are willing to commit to in order to move forward, in order to take action towards those, that vision, in order to have the feelings that you want to feel, in order to accomplish the things that you set forth in your desired future state, what are the things that you need to build boundaries around? You may call this writing out your yes list. What are the things that I'm willing to say yes to? And what is your no list? What are the things that are going to be a no going forward? So what are your non-negotiables? Write those out and identify. And now my friend, you can take the final step, which is creating an action plan. Because really that's all that you need now is you need to take action. You've identified the vision. You have come up with all the ways that you can feel deeper into that vision. You've come up with the boundaries that you need to put in place that allows you to accomplish that vision. And you have a year yes list handy. You have your, your value wheel, your, your, your uh, wheel of life uh, working on all cylinders. And so now it's just taking massive aligned action. And so write down some things that you, you can do next that would be part of your action plan. And I like to build an action plan from the bottom up. I like to start with, you could do it either two ways. You can start from looking a year in advance and then backtracking down to six months, three months to the first four weeks. Or you can start from where you are right now and like what's the first set of action things that you need to put in place and then build your way out to a year. For me personally, I like to do it from starting with what's in front of me right now. And then I build out to what's going to look like in three months, six months to a year from now. But you want to start by building the plan and building out your action steps. And you're going to know the action steps a little bit more clearly after you go through many of these exercises that I've shared with you today. It's going to be so much easier to identify the action once you clear out some of the clutter. And once you start to see some of the things that have already been working for you well, 
over this past year? And how can you just add gasoline to that? Some of these are going to be really easy for you to figure out because you have already done such good hard work this past year. And you want to give yourself credit for that. And so you can set 90 day goals this way. You can set action plans up this way. You can build out your vision this way. And then you get to celebrate um, all that you are creating when you do this planning session over and over year after year, keep your notes and go back and see what did you come up with last year and what were your goals? And then you get to revisit your goals and what worked, what didn't work and what, you know, what direction do you need to take things next in the new year and really get back into the vision of things, get back into the feelings of how you want to feel, what you want to have, what you want, how, you know, what, who you need to, who you need to be in order to have those things. And I hope that this vision and planning session, this, this process, these exercises will truly move the needle for you in the coming year. And so as promised, I wanted to share with you um, some of the things that I wrote out when I looked at my year in review, because again, it's always great to start by celebrating what it is that you have created or achieved or accomplished that went really, really, really well this year, or that was something that was a lovely new addition that you did not expect, um, or a direction that you took things that um, were um, maybe outside your comfort zone, but panned out really, really well. And so I thought I would just share a few of mine with you, just by way of just kind of sharing a little bit more of my story with you, because when I look back over 2022, it was a pretty big year. Um, it was a big year for a lot of obvious reasons, like we launched a couple of books in our community. We launched our um, Amazon bestseller books, the uh, first one, which was Elevate Your Voice, the second one, which was Step Into Your Brave. We helped myself and 21 other women get published and become authors. I mean, those are pretty obvious big wins. I mean, they're giant, right? Um, I launched a couple of programs this year that were just crazy successful right out of the gate. It's called one's called the Speakeasy. Um, and I'm really diving deeper into that work in the year 2023 because it's something that went really, really well and was working, is working really, really well. And so that's something I'm definitely planning to throw gasoline on. And so that's really been good information for me to have as I've set my plan forward for 2023. Um, so those are some of the obvious ones inside my business. Um, and I thought I would share just some other things that have unfolded that I wrote down as part of my year in review and some of the things that felt really abundant and joyful to me. Um, I'm going to start back at the very, very beginning in January, in January of 2022, I actually in, in cahoots with my husband, we threw a large 50th birthday party for me um, in San Antonio, Texas, just outside where I live. And my birthday was actually in December, I turned 50 in December, but I um, didn't want to have a 50th birthday party in December for obvious reasons. It was just did not seem like the best time of year to try to plan something like a really big event. So we did it in January and I invited um, a whole bunch of people to come. And I had about 50 people come to my 50th birthday, which felt very fitting and appropriate. But what was so beautiful about that party and that weekend was it was a whole weekend in, in San Antonio. We made a huge weekend out of it. 
And I had friends and colleagues and clients all come from not only from across the state of Texas, but from really around the country. I had people jump on an airplane and fly in from New Jersey and California and South Carolina and many other places. And it was just this really beautiful mix of people. And what was significant about that to me was that it really gave me a chance to reflect on what I have created at Lightbeamers because um, had I not ever started this company, Lightbeamers, I would have had a 50th birthday party and it would have, the room probably would have looked pretty similar. The only difference was that the people that were in the room were my friends and many of them were my clients. And that was really gorgeous to witness. And many, many women from our Light Beamers community were there because I invited them to be there. Um, they've become significant to me over the, over the years of getting to know them, of getting to know their story and getting the opportunity to work with them and, and help them along the way. Um, real deep relationships have evolved from, from those engagements. And to me, looking back over my 50th birthday party and just seeing the collection of people that were there and what a, what a positive imprint that light beamers made at that, at, on that weekend, like there were just so many light beamers in the room and even friends of mine who, um, are, are very close personal friends who have watched me build light beamers over the last seven years, um, acknowledged that as well. Like it was so great to see you have so many of your community members at your birthday party that just sp spoke volumes as to what you have created April. And I agree with that. It was really significant. And so it was a fun thing to start my year in review by looking back all the way back to January and, 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 and reflecting back on that 50th birthday party in San Antonio with all my favorite people or so many of my favorite people. Not everyone could be there, but um, they were definitely all there in spirit. Um, in February, another significant thing that I embarked on and I continue to be on this journey is I started a major reconstructive dental plan. <laughs> now, that might sound really strange, but um, I don't know if I've ever recorded a full episode on the story of my teeth. Um, I need to do that at some point. But if you go to my Instagram channel at Light Beamers and you go to my highlights, there under my story, you will get a, an abbreviated version that will give you the lowdown on my teeth. But suffice it to say that um, when I was 18 months old, I not, I fell and knocked out a, a large chunk of my front teeth. Um, and I've literally been reconstructive, had, have had reconstructive surgery many, many times throughout my um, childhood and young adult life. And um, about 25 years ago, I went through major reconstructive surgery and had implants put in and, um, and all kinds of work done. And so here I am 25 years later, and a lot of that needs to be redone. And a lot of things have shifted as I've aged, um, you know, you turn 50 and all this kind of stuff comes up and a lot of things have changed and shifted in my, uh, in, in my mouth. And there's just needs to be a lot of work done. And it's a big big, big deal. Um, and I, it carries for me a significant amount of trauma because of all that I've endured thus far with the many surgeries that I've had. And of course, from the initial trauma as well. And so there go, comes with it a lot of trepidation. 
um, you know, about my smile changing, my, my, my mouth changing, my, my, my teeth changing, because they all, they're all going to change when we're done with this. And so in February, I vetted a new dentist that I um, am really excited that I'm working with. And uh, we embarked on that journey and I set out to begin this reconstructive plan that's probably going to take me two years to complete. But here I am about halfway through the plan and some things are really starting to change and, and um, I'm proud of myself for doing it. It was kind of scary and it was certainly very, very expensive, but I'm doing it. And this was something that I just gave myself as a 50th birthday present to myself. And so I wanted to celebrate that and honor that because I think that oftentimes we don't think about giving ourselves the gift of a smile <laughs> and it was something that was very important to me. So that's that's gone on my year in review because I wanted to honor the fact that I made that decision and that I'm undertaking that very large reconstructive project. Um, another couple of highlights um, throughout the year. I spoke at a large women's conference. Um, and really, I remember at this particular speaking engagement, I felt like for the first time in my speaking career, and I've been speaking for a long time, I really felt like I was a hundred percent in my body that day. Like it was one of those speaking engagements that I was like, oh, I just so nailed it. You know, I just nailed it. And a hundred percent of April came through. It's hard sometimes when you're speaking, um, you know, like I feel like I'm there 90% of the time, but there's sometimes like, there's always a piece of me that wishes I could go back and redo something, you know? Um, and this one speaking engagement that I had earlier in the year was just one of those moments where I was like, man, I rocked it. Like that was just, that's what, that is what it feels like to totally crush it. And so it's a good memory to recall. And it's a good feeling to reflect back on because it was a, it was definitely a, a good feeling to have. And I want to remember that that is always available for me to access anytime I go into future speaking engagements. It's evidence of what is possible because I have experienced it already. Um, another, um, another interesting thing that happened at a speaking engagement was, um, I participated and helped organize a women's conference in Dallas that was faith-based women's conference. And it was for the first time, and I ended up bringing a bunch of light beamers. I put it out to my community and there were about 12 light beamers that joined me for that women's conference. We had a large table and it was super fun to connect with, again, to connect with friends and clients um, this way, but then to take it to a different level for the fact that it was a faith-based conference. And this is not something that I, uh, this is something that I've, I've always been very intentional about not doing is, is mixing my, my beliefs and my faith with my business. I've, I've consciously chosen not to label my business, any certain, um, you know, in, in any kind of way or around my faith, um, even though my faith is important to me, and you've probably heard me talk about it from time to time on the podcast, it is something that I don't put at the front of my business, like many people do. And I think it's great, but I have not done that for a lot of reasons. Um, but this was the first time that I kind of let those lines cross over each other. And it was really significantly out of my comfort zone to do that but it was definitely a growth opportunity for me. Um, again, the 
the 12 or 13 light beamers that came with me to that conference, it was an opportunity for us to grow deeper in a relationship with each other. And it was really beautiful and something that I look back on now quite fondly. And I'm proud of myself for doing that because it was extremely, extremely, extremely uncomfortable to, um, to share my faith so openly with a group of women that I was so embedded with, um, around business. And so really mixing my business with faith was, um, that was kind of monumental. And, um, I don't know that I will always set out to do that. Um, but it, it felt good to do it that weekend. And, and I was proud of myself for doing it. Um, of course, you know, I mentioned earlier, we, in April of this year, we launched our book, Elevate Your Voice, became a number one bestseller overnight or immediately, practically <laughs> within the day. We started having book signings. We had book signings in Dallas. We had book signings here in South Texas. We had other authors from the group that had book signings in Pennsylvania and Connecticut and other places. And it was just really, really extraordinary to watch. And then, of course, we turned around and did it again in October when we launched our second book, Step Into Your Brave. And um, I can't wait to do our rear, our year in review for 2023 because I feel confident that we will be reporting the same success when we have our third book, Shine Your Light, launched in the fall of 2023. So that's pretty exciting. Um, and then another personal note, um, in July of this year, my, my siblings and I took um, and spread my dad's, the rest of my dad's ashes to a final resting place that we had been planning to um, do for quite some time, but COVID had, had gotten in our way. So it felt like um, a huge weekend for closure because we, we did this two years after my dad had passed away. And so getting to take that trip, which was a significant place of our childhood. And um, it brought up so many memories. I'm getting choked up right now, just recalling it again, but um, it was so special. It was so, so, so special to be able to finally have closure on the death of my dad and carrying out his wishes completely by spreading the remainder of his ashes in that incredibly special place to us, which was a lake house that we um, grew up at um, in East Texas. And it was just beautiful. So really looking back over that time in July where we got to do that and I got to be with my siblings. It was just my siblings and, uh, and myself. Um, no, no one else was with us and it was really, really special and definitely a highlight of my year. Definitely in a weird way, a highlight of my year. Um, and just so many other things. Like I, I traveled a lot of cool places. I got to go to some cool uh, mastermind events that really, from a business standpoint, really, really pushed me for growth. And, you know, they were significant to my year. I had some amazing speaking opportunities that I am celebrating. I hosted my fourth annual uh, storytelling symposium to great success. Uh, it, so it was a lot of hard work, but we pulled it off and it was amazing. So those are just some of the things that I am celebrating for the year 2022. And, you know, I did this exercise at the very beginning before I did the planning session that I just took you all through. And so I encourage you to go back there and start. I encourage you to go back to the very beginning of where I started this podcast and suggest that you do that too. You start with your year in review 
you work yourself through the different exercises that I've shared with you, and that you use these ideas and these exercises and um, this process and create a plan and a vision for yourself for 2023 that is something you can get really excited about. Because if you're excited about it and you feel like you have a plan of action, I mean, that's really all you need. You need to have you need to have vision that you're excited about and you need to have a plan of action. And it's not hard to create. Don't overthink it. Plans can literally be step one, step two, and step three. Don't make it a 54-point plan. Take it easy and just build the plan even as you go. You could just start with your first three months, the first 90 days of the, tw- of the new year. And just build it as you go. If that's as far as you can get, it is okay. But the point is, is that you give this a try. And again, if you want a copy of the workbook, hit me up on social media. I'm at Light Beamers over in the DMs or definitely inside our private community um, on Facebook, the Light Beamers community. Let me know if you want the workbook and I'll send you the link for you to grab it. And then you can listen to this while using the workbook that we've already built for you to go through your, your exercises. So I hope that this information, this little teaching, this little mini pod podcast workshop, if you will, will help set you up for a brilliant and bright future for 2023. I can't wait to hear how it goes for you and keep me in the loop. I want to know if one of these exercises was something that just really unlocked the keys for you. I hope that it does. And I can't see, can't wait to hear what you create in 2023. All of my love to you, Light Beamers and Inside Story podcast listeners, all of my love and appreciation for just being here with us every week, listening to the show. You're a giant part of the show being a success every week. And I love recording these episodes for you. So that's what I've got for you this week on the Inside Story podcast. We'll see you next week, which when we do, will be a brand new year, 2023. Here we come. I'll see you then. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you.
This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.